Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We are on the eve of the NFL Divisional Round. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Our pleasure to have you a part of the program. So... There's some major big spreads. Even if you're not a betting person, Perloff, there's a lot of uh, expecting some some real blowouts in these games. Yeah. But the two number one seeds. So obviously with the Ravens playing against Houston, with the San Francisco 49ers hosting the Green Bay Packers. And to be honest, that Detroit-Tampa line is not small either. That's a six-point spread. Yeah. It's been toggling between six and six and a half. That's a healthy, healthy favor for the Lions. So let's pick some upsets. We're not going to even touch the Bills Chiefs. That's a two and a half point spread. It's a tiny. That's basically a pick em. Um The team that is most likely to get upset or most in danger to get upset is who? For me, it's the Lions. And this is partly because the Bucks. The Bucks, when they lost 20 to 6 to the Lions early in the season, were a different team. Uh, Baker Mayfield missed a ton of throws in that game. Now, since he came back from that rib injury miraculously, I don't know what he took last night or whatever what last week before the Eagles game, but he looked like the healthiest I've ever seen Baker Mayfield. I think he has some confidence now. You didn't even have a good Mike Evans game, and Mike Evans yep. is quite erratic, so he could have a big game. He was really feeling it with Kate Otten and Godwin. I think there are a lot of weapons here. Detroit's a great run defense. You can't run on them at all, so it's all going to be on Baker. I think Baker knows that and is going to sling it all over the place. And Detroit's secondary stinks. So I think this is a real dangerous, could be a high-scoring game. Detroit plays a lot of close games. Uh, this is the one which I feel is most dangerous. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you. It's most in doubt, but I'm going to pick a different game. Um, and I'm going to have to go with the 49ers. They've been amazing. But what is the one thing that I keep going back to? The four-interception game against the Baltimore Ravens. Basically, the last good team that the 49ers faced, it was a 33-19 loss at home. Like, they showed at that point they were vulnerable. We really haven't seen Baltimore be vulnerable in a long time. So, I think I have to go to that, even though the Ravens basically have, like, one of the best defenses in the league, and Green Bay kind of has one of the worst. But as EJ and I were talking about before the game, you know, the Green Bay defense has had some really high-profile bad games, but overall... When, or excuse me, they've had some high profile good games on defense, right. and it's kind of when nobody's watching, yep. that's when they let the Carolina Panthers hang around. You know, that's when, you know, they're letting the uh, Chicago Bears, whatever, hang around. The, the more high profile game, the more the defense does step up to the task. I also think that there is a familiarity between these coaches that we are underselling, right? This is the Matt LaFleur. Kyle, Mike LaFleur, Matt LaFleur, Matt, Matt. LaFleur, I always yeah. get the two confused, Matt, Mike, they all coach together. They know each other so well. There is a familiarity here that I don't think, you know, exists as much with John Harbaugh and D'Amico Ryans, you know, that, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. not the same. This is people on the staff who have crisscrossed and worked with each other for years, like we are not playing up that side of this game enough, in my opinion. Well, Harbaugh probably coached against D'Amico Ryans as a player yeah, well, a bunch definitely. of times. <laughs> uh, it's true. You know, I like my pick better. 
And I'll tell you why. Because Tampa Bay is old and experienced. The Lions, uh, where the Lions are young and your Packers are super young. So maybe the, the Packers don't understand their moment and that's a good thing. But all these Bucks guys, I mean, this is basically a big chunk of the Super Bowl defense is still there. I, I feel like the moment is going to be just fine for the Bucks. Okay, we know these names on the back of their jersey. Where the Packers are so young, like I, maybe that's an advantage because it's house money, but it's also like, oh gosh, we're not ready for this. Well, I also wonder, besides being the defensive coordinators at certain places where he's had a lot of success, including winning a Super Bowl with Tampa, but I mean, Todd Bowles coaching in a big game as the head coach. <laughs> When's he ever done that? <laughs> Don't make me defend Todd Bowles. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying no, he, I, he's he was fine against your Eagles, and again, great defensive coordinator. Did you really think Matt Lafleur was going to be this great once Rodgers left? Nobody did. I know, but that's the thing. I've got to give that guy a lot of credit, yeah. and that's why as we're talking about who uh, could pull off a massive upset this weekend in the divisional round, Perloff is saying it could be the Bucks. I'm saying it could be the Packers. And I'm saying that because of the familiarity with the coaching staffs, like I, it, it turns out Matt Lafleur is a good coach. Yeah, and, and it's it, not all Rogers. It's funny. Uh, I know you've seen this quote. Who is the player who said that basically we're scared of the Packers now because they're running Matt Lafleur's offense, uh, where oh. they were not doing it with Aaron ah, Rodgers. I did uh, not see that quote. Uh, do yeah. Let, let's. I might have been Aiden Hutchinson or no, no. It's so who? Uh, it was sorry. It was Nick Bosa. The, the 49ers star. Yeah. <laughs> no surprise. I got Hutchison and Bosa mixed up. They're yeah. basically the same guy. So he said that Jordan Love is awesome because he's running exactly what the coaches want to, implying the Rodgers didn't. So we're seeing a real Matt LaFleur offense. But Todd Bowles, isn't it amazing? I don't hear any. I don't hear him on the hot seat. No. I don't hear anything negative Why being said he? about they him. Just upset your Eagles. He's actually gone up so high in everyone's esteem this year. And I'm not quite sure why he gently handled that question about playing outdoors when it, they're playing in the dome this weekend. I feel like Todd Bowles is on a bit of an upswing, Maggie. I, I mean, compared to where he was with the Jets, at least. <laughs> well, one 10 games don't, with the Jets. Don't remind me of that. But uh, things went south there. Uh, in terms of upsets, again, maybe we put this out as a poll. Which of the big spreads do you think um, has a chance for an upset? Again, like Bill's Chiefs. This is If that game isn't close, there's only way one way that went. And that would be the Chiefs probably taking it to the Bills. I, the, I, the Chiefs don't blow anybody out. The Bills don't blow anybody out, except for the Cowboys, I guess. And I don't even think you could call that Pittsburgh Steelers game a blowout. It was a one-score game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, well, late in the third. Should we... Uh, I mean, as long as we're doing both games, should we just talk about the Texans? So yeah, why, why didn't we choose them? Uh, CJ Stroud has been playing great, obviously. But if I'm the Ravens, what scares you on that offense other than Nico Collins? Uh, you know, they've lost Tank Dell. Uh, they lost Noah Brown. I just feel like there's there there's an avenue to shut down Nico, and then CJ is not going to have a lot of options. So I think this is the longest shot to me, Houston. They, they've been great, but they haven't really beaten a full team. I know they beat Cleveland with Joe Flacco, but Joe Flacco was throwing interceptions ever since he was in there. I just think that Houston has a farther way to go than any team this weekend to me. Uh, I do, too. It's the respect that I have for the Ravens' defense. Not that I don't have respect for the 49ers' defense, by the way. I do. Again, I'm talking about the coaching matchup, I think, closes the gap there. And I would also say, I mean, Dalton Schultz would be, the he's, what, the second-best receiving option after Nico Collins Yeah, on that, that team? That's fair to say, but again... Yeah, and Nico Collins is ama- is playing amazing. All of a sudden, he's yeah. wide receiver one. 
But much like the Packers did to CeeDee Lamb, it's playoff time. You shut out, you do a Bill Belichick, and you kill their best weapon. I'm not terrified of Devin Singletary. He's been playing really well. But I, I just feel like Baltimore, and maybe we haven't seen him in a while, but Baltimore has so many ways they, they can beat you. They can beat you with Lamar throwing. They can beat you with running, Lamar running or the running backs running. And they can beat you with just defense. I don't even know if they need their offense to do anything in this game. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So that's how we see it with this divisional round. We're going to make our official picks in just a moment. Uh, can we hear a little from Chase Young? Chase Young talking about Brock Purdy and what has impressed him watching this young quarterback member. Chase Young was traded from Washington to San Francisco at the deadline. Brock that dude, man. Uh, probably the nicest guy in the locker room. Um, the chillest guy. He just go out there and throw that ball. <laughs> There you go. More Chase Young said that Brock Purdy's confidence is what separates him. He's the best quarterback in the league. Being a quarterback growing up your whole life, um, it's just a, your composure gets better, you know, as you as you rep uh, out of the position. So, I mean, um, best quarterback in the league, happy, happy he, he's on my team. Okay. I think I figured out what our Brock Purdy bet should be. Yeah. Now, Eric in Portland. And his son, Cooper, sent us two Brock Purdy for MVP t-shirts. And I've been kind of tough on Purdy. I think McCaffrey's the MVP. It's been an ongoing thing. So he and his adorable son, Cooper, sent us the shirts. We have them in the office. I'm not going to say this round because this is a this is a healthy spread. But how about this? I'll propose this. Okay. If the 49ers win the Super Bowl, I'll wear the Brock Purdy for MVP t-shirt for an entire month in a row. Oh, I'll wear it every day. I won't wash it. And I'm going to wear the same Brock Purdy t-shirt every single day for one month. Can, can you please wash it? Well, I mean, I think it makes it a little worse for me. It makes it worse for everybody else here. <laughs> I'm still going to wear deodorant, EJ. Oh, gosh. You got to wear it all day. Wait, I'll wear you, it all day. you that adamant against Brock Purdy, the MVP? Like, this is your cause celebrate? I'm just saying, we've got the T-shirts. What are we going to do with them? You know, Eric, send him. He's trying to turn us into Brock Purdy. Fa- well, me, ah, into more of a Purdy huge fan. Huge Brock Purdy You've fan. been on the bandwagon, on, as you are on every bandwagon. If Especially they, if I've met the quarterback, then forget it. That's a love for well, life. I met him, too. I liked him personally. Yeah. It was nothing to do with that. This is not personal. Nicest guy in the locker room. According to Chase Young. But Chase Young sounds like even more laid back. <laughs> than, uh, the second nicest guy in the locker room. He just yeah. does that ball. Yeah. <laughs> Break it down for us. Um, I'll wear it for a month. I mean, I like it besides the, the washing thing, but yeah, I like it. <laughs> well, would I'm, you like me to wash it? I can wash it if you want. Please. Okay. No. Washing no, it? No, not washing no, it. No, no, no. That's part of the whole thing. You, you got to come in here stinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, P, you're killing me. I'm, t- I'm telling you. Listen, it's worse for Perloff. At least we're separated by double that pane is, that glass. That's right. That's, That's what so I'm you know saying. The, the 49ers are pretty heavy, heavy favorites to win it all, what you're taking on here. There's a great chance you're going to have to do this. I'm willing to put it out there. They, you understand, if they beat Green Bay, they're playing Detroit or Tampa Bay. Yeah, but then they still have the Super Bowl. Yeah, so that that's tricky, but... I feel like you're going to have to wear a Brock Purdy Listen, t-shirt for I've a been month. critical I, of Brock. Awesome. I've been critical of Kyle Shanahan. You guys want me to put my money where my mouth is here. I'm not just going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to be about it. 
I will put this real thing on the line that I will wear the shirt for a month straight. Let me ask you one question. I'm going to take it off on the weekends, though. Can I take it off on the weekend? What if Purdy gets hurt and he is not the guy to win the Super Bowl? Well, that's off then. Oh, it's a bet. No. Oh, oh, if he gets hurt. No, and they have the, to win the Super Bowl. They if, win the Super Bowl with or without. They win the Super Bowl with or without. You can have your Sam Darnold. He's not winning anything. Well, I mean, this is the Niners. Uh, heck, line Debo up a quarterback. And <laughs> well, they they're might gonna... be a better option. Try that uh, last year, right? Didn't work out and get to the right. Eagles. Well, you heard it. It's on the record. There we go. I don't want to wear it on the weekends, though. So I do need a reprieve. I'm so jealous of this because I do think San Francisco has a great chance to win the Super Bowl, and you don't have to think about what you wear for a month. Is there <laughs> any guy, by the way, can we wear the same thing every day? You can wear a Knicks t-shirt. I'll wear a Sixers t-shirt. You guys t-shirt. aren't wearing the same thing every day? I just well, I'll wear we Just a blue sweatshirt. Yeah, we kind of are already. Like, like the Simpsons. You just wear the same clothes. <laughs> yes, exactly. We were talking about that before the show earlier. Do you think any of our audience notices how often we rotate our wardrobe? Like, you know, basically... Maggie, do you yeah. worry about wearing the same shirt two weeks in a row or anything? Um, I mean, I'm not not to be overly like um, stereotypical of men. I think I could probably wear the same thing every day, and it would take a while for you guys to notice because I, I've I been am, wearing this shirt every day this week. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea <laughs> what you wore yesterday. I don't have the slightest idea. Neither do I. I mean, I don't remember. But I, we did have somebody in the chat who was a little slightly obsessed with what earrings I would wear every day. That was in the afternoon, mm. though. Oh my God, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If you would just put your hair over your ears, I wouldn't even know if your ears were pierced. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> also, women know what when guys wear the same jeans to work the next day. Women notice these things. Guys are have no idea. We have total blinders. We notice everything. This is part of our evolution. Like we've been. This is genetic. Like women. This is this is part of our DNA is to notice stuff. Huh. That might be true, but I'm here to defend myself. If you were wearing the same shirt every day, I would notice by Wednesday. I can't speak for the rest of the really? group. Yes. I would notice very quickly as yes. well. Would you tell me? You'd say, like, huh, why are you wearing the same thing? No, I would talk to everybody else about <laughs> you it. you just talk. Like, guys, that's Believe- the same shirt again. <laughs> Believe that? Really? Oh, I don't think you guys would. I, I mean, think Maggie's done it before. Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh, yeah, you know, Bogus is kind of like a woman when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> he can, he's kind of good at picking you apart. Are you, you that perceptive? Um, I mean, I like the vest. That's why I notice it. And no, I no, no but if Bogus could get a dig in somewhere, he will find that detail. No, but you did very wear it earlier this week. Uh, I'm pretty sure you did. No, I wore it last week. Okay. See, this is. I think it goes back to, like, you know, when lions hunt, it's like the females that actually hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's something... Like where women have to have our senses are just very heightened at all times. Probably because we're also in like imminently more danger than you guys most, <laughs> most, which is kind of sad. But our, our senses are heightened. I mean, this is why counter- I went to Catholic school by yeah. the way in high school because I didn't have to worry about this. We all wore uniforms. Yeah. I was so jealous of guys who got to do the uniform. I would have loved that. By the way, you know, cavemen did the hunting and the women did not do the hunting. So I'm not sure an analogy works perfectly, but I understand what you're saying. Uh, let me ask you a question. And who what do you is, think was watching? I the love cavemen. what I'm wearing right now. It's a zip-up blue, solid blue sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's blue. There's no color. Nobody can insult me for anything. How often am I allowed to wear just a solid blue sweatshirt? Once, I think three a times week. a week. Uh, once, once a week. <laughs> once a week, you're fine. Yeah. So yeah. You, don't, you don't have to go two weeks as a man to switch into a different outfit. I, Maggie, you you notice these things. Like, do you ever call? Do you ever call on your guy friends at work for wearing the same thing too much? No, you guys get a pass for everything. Hell, half the people here wear sweatpants—literally sweatpants—to work. <laughs> I've done it. 
I'm sure, I'm sure you noticed. Listen, I, I didn't, but I, you're not the only person. But at the same time, I used to work with a former professional athlete here, Bart Scott, who would wear sweatpants, and those sweatpants were more expensive than my car. Yeah. So, not like George oh, no. Costanza. They're not all the same. Not, not gray, Costco brand. Yeah, it's not gray Costanza. <laughs> like once you go from like sweatpants to like jogging pants, like jogging pants definitely more on the more expensive yes. run. Which I'll tell you one thing. I've when worn. the pandemic hit, I tripled up on the number of sweatpants I bought. There, there was. Yeah. I don't think I wore jeans for six months. There was sweatpants galore. <laughs> you tried to get away with wearing your wife's sweatpants. Yeah, <laughs> those, those are leggings. Oh, leggings right. now, <laughs> I have a question. So, if you if you buy the same white shirt, six of them, and you buy the same yeah. pants, yeah. six of them, yeah, does that count? So you're Matlock, is what you're right. saying, yeah, or okay. Homer Simpson? You're, you're rotating. Still, no, you're still right. vulnerable. No, no, no. They have to look different. So apparently genius people like Einstein and other people like that did wear the same thing every day because they didn't want to expend one ounce of brain power to yeah. pick out an outfit. I respect that. I think uh, I think Steve Jobs talked about that, right? One of the like because oh. he always wore a turtleneck. But he's like, it's it's just I don't have to think about it. It's no brain power. Yeah. Just boom and we go. Okay, so if the 49ers win the Super Bowl, I will wear the Brock Purdy for MVP T-shirt that Eric in Portland and his son Cooper sent to us. For a month, but like what? So like we got to do this two ways though. So what happens to Perloff if they lose? He has to drive with me to San Antonio. <laughs> nobody, nobody has a Sam Darnold for MVP T-shirt. None's ever been created. I don't think the one. internet even has one of those. Wait, 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 wait. So she's saying if they win, now all of a sudden I have to bet well, against the Niners. Yeah, maybe it's unfair. Yeah, but no, I want to wear the same thing though. I think uh, I, I'd like to wear something. But can I pick what I wear? A Sam Darnold jet jersey. Oh, oh that's wow. good. That Sam Darnold, yeah, sure. there are plenty available. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> next Discounted to nothing on price. eBay. That's Peter Schwartz. <laughs> he has probably five. Now, uh, do you have to wear these things to and from here, or just while you're in the building? Well, Pete said I got to wear it all day. Yes. Oh, that's a lot. All and, day. Don't don't wash it. Yeah. Pete likes to Wait, rub it. What in if beds. I? What if yeah. I'm working out? Yes. No, no. Oh, no, come no. on. That that adds to the whole thing. No, you can't compromise hygiene. Oh, that, that's that's the whole bit. <laughs> From a guy who has a history of denying every bit, you've done nothing well, in the history of all of these shows uh, when it comes to bets. You said no to everything. I'm thinking about the people. Now you're asking Maggie <laughs> to live in filth for 31 I, I, I'm days. I'm thinking about our great well, listeners out there. To I'm be honest, I volunteered it. <laughs> I'm thinking about Big Dave in Dallas. Kentucky. What was his name? Close. <laughs> okay. Doug in Kentucky. <laughs> I'm thinking about him. Little Doug in Kentucky. You are all wrong. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. All right. We'll nail down the details. We have a couple weeks. 855-212. I like it. I do think if Purdy gets hurt and you have to wear that t-shirt, that'll be even better. <laughs> Agreed. I'm kind of hoping that. I mean, I don't want yeah. him to get hurt. But no, if, no, no. If that happened, though, that would be awesome. It'd be all right if he goes out in the first quarter of this game against the Packers and the Niners still roll very likely. <laughs> and you have to wear a Brock Purdy for MVP t-shirt because the Niners won the Super Bowl. The irony would be amazing. All right. Lots more to do, including our picks. We'll make those Maggie and Perloff style next. Don't move. The show continues in moments. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Is there anything more fun than being right about something, Maggie? <laughs> it's the best, right? Uh, yeah, it is good. And it's even more fun when you get to call out a coworker about being wrong. That's sort of a, I think everybody enjoys that. <laughs> now, Andrew Bogus was not wrong during his last break when he told the story of a young quarterback named Austin Mack going to Alabama. But he did say something. He said, now Alabama has Austin Mack, 
and Jalen Milrow and Julian Sayan. And I said to myself, the odds of Julian Sayan, I wanted to raise my hand and say, the odds of Julian Sayan staying at Alabama are one in 55 million. <laughs> and then what breaks right after Bogus walks out of the room? Guess who's entering the portal, Bogus? And I just highlighted it for you in my script that I'll read here in a second. Yeah. Exactly that. I went back down to the, my little cubicle. I sat down, and <laughs> Pete Thamel posts Julian Sayan going into the portal. Today. And you were aware that you said Julian Sayan was at Alabama. What yeah. are the odds of that random dude, like this ultimate five-star quarterback coming up, and the second you said that, because this is my theory is Alabama is going to have such a precipitous fall, and all the evidence points that way. Uh, and I know you guys, we have a show bet on that one. Yeah, but, but I will mean, Alabama win 10 games? I mean, the best the best meme of the week is this picture of this giant elephant mascot entering the transfer portal. Because <laughs> <laughs> anybody who can leave Alabama is leaving Alabama. And I don't, I don't well, even Washington think... The Washington quarterback is now going to Alabama. The backup. Yeah, the Washington <laughs> quarterback who is not Michael Pettis. I don't yeah, know. The other guy. Austin Mack. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and the fact not. that Jalen Milrow is there right now. Uh, let's wait till week one. Anyway, I just thought that was really funny that you brought up this random name and the second top story ESPN, Julian Sayan, yeah. entering the transfer portal. You know who else is going to enter the transfer portal? Everybody. Because that's how you get paid in college football. Okay. The other thing that Bogish may or may not have gotten wrong, and I don't know about this, but you said... Pete Bellotti never does a bet. Yes. Wrong. I'm seeing here in the chat, Wronger said Pete did do the death salsa challenge. Yes, the death by salsa. I lost the, um, we picked one of the tournaments and I lost. Right. And my point was before you ate the salsa, you said no to 12 (laughs) or 13 suggested punishments. Sure. Because I'm not a dummy. And you would yell at everybody else for being soft and afraid. And you do no. No, I'm behind no, the glass. No. I'm behind the glass. It's, uh, we make everyone else look good. Well, and if I if the 49ers win the Super Bowl <laughs> and I have to wear a Brock Purdy for MVP t-shirt for a month straight, you're going to be very happy you're behind that glass. That's right. You're not going to have to smell my <laughs> Why phone. Why do you think I'm saying it? <laughs> I have really good deodorant. It's like very strong. So we're good. Look, I did high school gym class with other people who did not wash their gym uniform for a oh. month. I know that the deodorant, I don't care what kind of deodorant you have. That is not going to be not a, a fun experience. Yeah, but you guys are dudes. You know, you're just naturally stinkier. Wow, you're just taking shot after shot <laughs> yeah. at us. Fo- we don't pay attention. We smell. Are I'm- you not Are you not smellier than women? Look, we had, no, we we, I'll say this. We had co-ed gym classes, and it wasn't just the boys. Oh. <laughs> we get maybe not in the locker room, but you get into the actual class. We had to do square. We had to do square dancing in in the high school. In my yeah, high school, we did that too. Yeah, so I, you have a partner, and you kind of know. <laughs> you guys didn't do square dancing. Well, I went to an all boys school, so no. But square dancing. <laughs> well, what do you, what what, do you mean? Square dancing was a gym class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. grew up on a farm, so no, I didn't do square <laughs> I dancing. Didn't I, I grew up in New York City, and we did square dancing. <laughs> all right. And, and it was partner? always a big thing. The first day you get to gym, you have to pick out your square dancing partner yes. that day. Like, it's very awkward. Make sure you don't get paired up with some random draft person. day. And in my class, <laughs> yeah, in, draft day. In our in our school, like the, Kevin the boys didn't get there. to pick. It was it was only the girls. So in, it's your freshman year. So you want to talk stance? You want to talk, talk about, like a, con, you talk about a, a confidence boost or a confidence destroyer? How about your your you know your second semester gym class? Mm. Getting picked by the girls, you're the last guy that gets picked. Oh, oh. Yeah. that would have been me. Hey, no, question: Do you guys have to do the presidential fitness test? Is that still a thing? 
We did. I think I did in middle school. I don't think I did in high school. Yeah, that was my embarrassing thing. You had to do it, right, yep. Maggie? When you had to do pull-ups, like, here I am, 6'3", 108 pounds. Like, <laughs> all right, pull-ups. And everyone in the room knows you're about to get a big, fat zero on the pull-ups. <laughs> and you had to do it in front of a class. Thank <laughs> you. Like, uh, good the, job, good effort. The gym teacher's judgment. Oh, <laughs> I would call and say, I gym class is it's the worst thing. Why do middle schoolers and high schoolers have to do gym class? Oh, it's all bad. Swim too. All that was bad. All types well, the, well, the of worst thing hair. for me was always, you know, if you were if you were an athlete, having like when basketball came up, for example, and you're the one guy on the team out of thirty guys. Well, who do you think they're playing like this game seven against? Oh, you know, they're going after or you. Or if you're on the, the gym fo- class, diehards. Or if you're the guy Tough. on the football team and they're like, all right, we're doing flag football. I mean, you know, guys want to tackle the starting running back. And it's like, hey, we need that guy on Saturday. Relax. We also had this one thing talking about embarrassing. Sixth grade, we got to gym class. It was my first year of middle school. They said it's required to wear a jock strap in middle class. <laughs> so I made my mom buy a jock strap. <laughs> Were they messing with you? I guess so, because I was the only one who showed up at a jock strap. Wearing on your head. The, the first, you, first prank that anyone ever pulled on for a no, while. No, honestly, I think it's either jock strap or a cup. Either way, and I have no idea why, because we never did anything that required anything rigorous. And has anybody ever here worn a jock strap? They're the most useless I, things. I don't football. even understand them. I had to wear them when I first, when I played Little League Baseball. Yeah, they, they make you, yeah, they make, yeah, I had they, one they too. They you young too. I was young. I was probably like nine. I'm actually jealous because now they make them like boxer briefs. That's what my son wears. There's oh, boxer briefs with awesome. a little slip in for the cup. That so they're not bare on the no. backside? Nope. <laughs> I think, I'm just going to sit this one out. I, mean, I got I think, no I idea what the hell you guys are football, talking about. Freshman year football, too, I think they, they made us, but then a lot of guys just stopped wearing them after a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this. a lot of pros don't wear them. And I, I, before you say anything weird, it's because they've talked about it openly, not because I asked them. <laughs> I did not think that. Okay. okay. I, mean, I just want to cover myself there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, imagine showing up at a basketball court with a giant cup and bulge down there, <laughs> looking like a ballet, like a male ballet guy. What's like going a, on with a that guy? Knight. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you wearing that armor? Movie Porkies. Have you guys ever been to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton? No, they Peter have Schultz a dis- Have you? No, I've been to get you many times. They have the display. Oh, they have a cup of jock straps through the years. Oh no, they don't. Yeah, they do. Why? <laughs> Come on, I never saw that. They definitely do. Come on, you've seen it. Get I've never seen that. It de- uh, well, Bogus will do his update. I'll find it. I'm sure they have it online. Oh, they have, it's like right next to the Super Bowl rings through the years. I'm like, not the same, guys. <laughs> that's what you want to see. <laughs> this is what the fridge was wearing when he scored a touchdown. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's not from famous games. That's one big jock strap. <laughs> Looks like a fridge. Like Joe Montana's next to Fridge Perry. That's a big difference. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, there's football. There's basketball. There's even tennis. But, guys, none of that matters because... It's your birthday today. It's your birthday today. I'm so excited this Mortal Kombat? I don't know what it is. Those what poor, is that? <laughs> guys who wanted that to be awesome. in a real band 
couldn't make it, and now they make metal birthday songs. <laughs> what, uh, did you, did you have to pay do for a that? computer no, no. program where you put Peter's name in? No, it just exists. You just Google happy birthday, put a name on the end, and you've got a whole world of options. And I'm so happy I found this one. <laughs> wow. That's Peter. That song's going to be stuck in our heads forever. Uh, There's also a video attached, birthday. and it's even more psychedelic. <laughs> so go to Colorado, get some new supplies, right. sit down, and hit play on the link and enjoy your birthday. Oh, thank you very much. Happy birthday, yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Is this a big one? We got you a cake. Uh, next year's the big one. Next year's oh, the big good. one. Okay. Does anyone call you Peter? Uh, Peter. Yes. Uh, my uh, parents... My parents. Can my, you guys imagine calling bit. him? Hey, Peter, uh, what's going on? Uh, my mother. My mother. I feel like all parents stick with the long form of a name. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. for me, I, I know if, if I always tell my parents this, too, they laugh. If they call me EJ, I know I'm probably, like, fine. If they say Elijah, either I've done something wrong yeah. or they want something. <laughs> and I always have a little strike of fear anytime someone calls me Elijah. Yeah. Even now when it's not my parents. Because now I'm thinking, oh, God. But it's just someone who doesn't know that I go by EJ. Maggie, you're actually just Maggie, right? Just Maggie. On the spot, the birth certificate. <laughs> so there's nothing else to call you? No, people love calling me Margaret and stuff. I'm like, sure, but it's not, <laughs> it's my, not, it's not name. my name. <laughs> no, and my son has a name, and you're right. I will call him, it's Lucas. Right. And other people will call him Luke, but not me. And my son is just Jake, and yet people think mm. that his name is Jacob. Ah, you named Jake. him Jake, not Jacob? Yeah, he's just wow. Jake. Does anyone call you Andrew? I don't hear a lot of that. Um, mo- Most people call me Drew. That are not here. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you're a totally different person if you're Drew. Yeah. Like my friends from home, most of my family goes with Drew or Andrew. Drew Bogish. Yeah. But I've always, with all due respect, I've always uh, not liked Andy for some reason. Yeah. No, I don't either. Yeah. I get zero. I, I, if I get called Andrew, something is wrong. Nobody. No, Adam Sandler calls you Andy. Dan, sometimes, Andy, no, that's more my impression of Sandler. Oh. But everybody in my real, nobody even knows my name. I, I was Pearl to everybody. Nobody <laughs> even knows my name. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like, there's a, like, hey, Stretch, come here. To, my, to be honest, you've been McLovin to most of the thinking. world for a long time. <laughs> nobody in my real life calls me anything but Pearl. Like, the fact that you guys sometimes call me Pearl off is weird, too. Like, oh, wow. Nobody calls me it's Perloff. Name of the show. <laughs> it's the same with my. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's like in real. It's a lot to say and just walk. Hey, Perloff, how did uh, pass the water cooler? Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I'm always bugged out by the guys who, or women, or anybody who has who are go by one name to everybody else, but when they when you go to their home, yeah, they, they have a totally different name. Like I knew someone who was Vlad or Vladimir, and when we went to his house, it was hey Peaches. It was Jimmy. <laughs> There was a lot going to be fair, there was a lot going on in that situation. He never told anybody. Like you would think, oh like hey, just heads up. Like you know, like we just walked in and they were like, Oh, where's Jimmy? I'm like, Who's Jimmy? When you have two families, you gotta make up moves like that. <laughs> yeah. No, he was in high school. Well uh, you guys move fast in New York City. You age in dog years. Um do we have any headlines yeah, or just Pete's birthday? Uh, no, more than Pete's Biggest birthday. Uh, under the Taylor Swift theory, the Chiefs and the Raps will join forces on Sunday in Buffalo to beat the Bills and keep Tay-Tay in the postseason. KC, Dean Lyman, Chris Jones looking for any and all help against Josh Allen. A couple times we had him wrapped up. He still got rid of the ball. Um, you know, just uh, his competitiveness um, within his game. I mean, you know, he can make any throw. He has a big arm. And then he also has talent around him. Unfortunately, we've got to wait the longest for this fixed game kickoff in Buffalo, not until 6.30 Eastern. 
on Sunday. They want Taylor. The, they want her in Vegas at the Super Bowl, and everyone knows it. The script writer's back at it. The Chargers have now interviewed Mike Vrabel and former Stanford coach David Shaw about replacing Brandon Staley. Vrabel also getting attention from the Seahawks and Falcons, but he has yet to respond to Odyssey's request to interview to run our network. <laughs> <laughs> Bill O'Brien may soon be Ohio State's new offensive coordinator. Ryan Day's been looking for a veteran assistant to take over play-calling duties. Anthony Edwards showing off on national TV last night. Look at the moves by Edwards. Swashbuckling oh! and slamming! <laughs> Sometimes you just got to make it up as you go. Edwards right here, you know what? The shot's not there. Let me just throw it off the rim yeah. and finish it myself. Little pump fake here on Tillman. I, I don't like this. I like this one better. Uh, arguably the best performance on TNT by an Anthony Edwards since Dr. Mark Green on ER oh, repeats. Uh, Kevin. Going there. <laughs> by the way, uh, he pulled a Walt Frazier. Kevin Harlan did this there, turning a noun into a verb, swashbuckling. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that a Walt term? <laughs> Yep. Definitely. Styling and profiling into the lane. Yeah. Uh, 26 second half points for Edwards. 28 total in Minnesota's 118-103 home win over Memphis. The Pacers won in Sacramento 126-121, but no Pascal Siakam yet after that trade this week. The Fab Five back together in Arbor back on Monday. Can they still play? Because the current Wolverines have now dropped six of seven, (laughs) 88-73 losers to number 14, Illinois, last night. And much like hiring an 80-year-old Jerry Glanville to run the defense at your small D2 college, the NFL has picked Reba McIntyre to (laughs) sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl in Vegas next month. I just don't understand. Was that a shot? Well, I'm more confusion. Like it's Vegas. I don't. I don't see how we land on Reba McIntyre. Oh, you want Celine Dion? Or so I get you know, just more Vegasy, yeah. I don't. Am I, am I missing something? Wayne Newton no, would be great. There was no explanation of why it was her, other than He's she's alive, Reba McIntyre. Right? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Um, Reba McIntyre is on The Voice, which is not a CBS show, right. so I don't know if there's a connection there. Yeah. Um, Point of reference: Reba McIntyre sang the national anthem at WrestleMania eight in 1992. So this is the what is that the. 32nd anniversary of that? Yes. That's, yeah, that's so line up she's correctly. been singing wow. the, the anthems for a while. That's wild. <laughs> who, who sang it last year? I remember her did it a couple years ago. Who sang it last year? Like, who normally sings it? I don't know. Like, but Post Malone is singing America the Beautiful. Like, at least, he, like, he's like a mainstream popular yeah, yeah. guy. Also, no. you can bookmark the text message that my mom's going to send me the moment that Post Malone appears on TV. With the face tattoos? With the face tattoos. Yeah. This is going to shock and awe Pam. Who's that? Maybe that's the <laughs> Who balance. Who is that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I remember last year we had the Chris Stapleton national anthem, which was oh, there you go. enjoyed by a lot of people. Yeah. The country styling. Remember he had the... Sure. Yeah, that was that was that was what they did last year. Yeah, I guess maybe if you're going from the you know the face tattooed Post Malone, Reba McIntyre is the good balance. Yeah, I <laughs> would think. Us back into the middle ground. <laughs> yes. Have you seen her back tattoo? <laughs> Reba's tramp stamp. Oh my god, <laughs> regrettable. <laughs> so, and she'll be the first one to tell you. She has one of those. I'm retiring. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it. One drunk night in. Tijuana, come home with a tramp stamp. It happens to Reba, it happens to me, it happens to everybody. Was she watching Fernando Rodney Tijuana? <laughs> Just kidding. I don't have any tattoos. There's a video here of Reba McIntyre singing the national anthem in 1974. No. What? If you, if you Google, I Google Reba McIntyre national anthem, the first... 
thing that came up was 1974. At the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl? No, no, this is a just a random. Oh, she just she sung the national anthem. Because that would have been 50 years, so that would have made sense. That actually would have made a lot of sense. Some guy from around the block sang it in '74 for the Super Bowl. Yeah, that the <laughs> halftime shows in the. Yeah, National it was like a march come a long way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the spacesuit guy with the, the jetpack was oh. a Super Bowl halftime show. A TV show guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so actually it says here, uh, it's a full circle moment for Reba, who, discovered, who was discovered 50 years ago at the National Finals Rodeo in Oklahoma, where she sang the national anthem, launching her iconic career. Wow. So that's the, that's All right. the connection there. Okay, good. That's what I was looking for. That makes a little sense. Okay. Now, this is not the rodeo in Oklahoma, but... That same, is, same. Yeah. Same, same, right. Exactly. <laughs> Las Vegas Super Bowl, Rodeo, Oklahoma, two high-profile events. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. All right, thanks, everybody. We've got our picks coming up next. Maggie and Perloff. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Style. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff's NFL Picks. All right, divisional round on tap, and here's how we do it on this show. One pick against the spread, one over under, one player prop. Got some records for you. Right now, I've made a somewhat miraculous comeback. It's not complete yet, but I'm 28-29, and 29, which at one point I was like in a six-game hole. So, pat myself on the back. And Perloff is 30-27. and 27. You have rebounded nicely, a 3-0 and a week for you, Perloff. Uh, okay, do you want to kick us off then with our against the spread pick, sir? So this is controversial, but I'm sorry. I cannot let your fandom get into my brain here. This is pure analytics and science. Buffalo Bills at home, minus two and a half. And I'm not going to get complex about this at all. The Chiefs have never been on the road with Patrick Mahomes, and I don't think they're nearly as good. I think their run defense is very vulnerable. They're bottom 10 DVOA in the league. I think Buffalo is going to control the game. Josh Allen is going to sell out to run. He's going to get a bunch of flags on fake slides and slides. And the other problem is the Chiefs. (laughs) Jawan Taylor uh, had the most penalties of any player in the NFL since 2015. He's a disaster. He doesn't even know where to line up. I feel like the Chiefs offensive line is going to crumble here. I like the Bills. Uh, How dare you? Uh, is what I would say. Uh, my against the spread, I'm going to go with Baltimore and I'm going to lay the nine and a half. It's a massive number. It's a massive number. And I might be really underestimating Houston. I just think the, the feel-good story stops here. Uh, the Baltimore defense, I think, can do a lot of things to try to confuse C.J. Stroud. I think the fact that the Texans are down a couple weapons is actually going to hurt them offensively. Baltimore, I think, has been waiting for this moment and Lamar to just be completely shot out of a cannon. Uh, I think they're going to get out to a big lead. So Baltimore, I'm going to lay the nine and a half. Big number for the Ravens. I like it. I like it. Okay. Over under. This is a very wonky weather weekend. Baltimore is probably going to be nasty. You might have rain in San Francisco. I'm going to play it safe here. I'm going to go with over... 49 and a half, I believe it is, in Detroit and Tampa Bay. 
Uh, sorry, There's it's no 49. weather in that game. <laughs> yeah, it's 49. That's why yeah. I'm going that oh, way. Oh, got it. Yeah, so I'm going over 49. Uh, I think that this is going to be a bit of a shootout. You really can't. You're not supposed to run the ball on Detroit. They have a very good front. So I think Baker is feeling himself a little bit, going to fling it all over the yard. I like a high-scoring game. Okay. My over-under, I'm going to go over 50-and-a-half. Again, a big number here with the Packers and the 49ers. The reason why I'm doing this is because I think the Packers have two ways they can play this thing. Either they want to grind the game down to a halt or they want to try to get into a really fast, up-tempo, sort of make this a bit more of a shootout type of game. I think the latter is the only way they have a prayer of winning. You saw what they did against the Cowboys. They're trying to go fast, fast, quick up to the line. If they get an explosive play, they get right back to the line of scrimmage. They're young, playing quick, and free, I think, is the only prayer they have. So I think that's going to be their uh, style. I think that's what they're going to try to do. So give me the over 50 and a half, and they try to make this thing a real shootout. Yeah, that would be super fun. Are you a little worried about the rain? I am, but it's, you know, the game's at night. I thought the rain's supposed to be a little more during the day, so... Okay. Roll can, the dice. can you do your prop first? Sure. Because I have I have three props that I love. This happened to me last week, by the way. Well, and you... I got I got lucky because Josh Allen did not hit his carries last week. It was eight and a half. He was only eight. But you go first because okay. I'm choosing between two and I want to get this right. Go okay. ahead. Uh I'm gonna go back to the San Francisco and Green Bay game for my prop, and I'm gonna go Christian McCaffrey over thirty two and a half receiving yards. He's the weapon, right? His his rushing prop is like over 90, I believe 90 and a half yards. But those like sort of swing passes that they do to McCaffrey for 32 and a half yards. Can he break one against the Green Bay defense? Uh, break a couple? Uh, sure. So Christian McCaffrey, 32 and a half yards. He's been sitting for a couple weeks. He should be nice and healthy. There you go. Okay. Uh, I am going to nibble into this game that you are now quite invested in. Yep. Jordan Love. I think that he's not going to be able to tear up the Niners like he did the Cowboys. But I do believe that the Packers are going to do a lot of short passing. I'm going over 22 and a half completions for Jordan Love against the Niners. Okay, so just to recap, I'm going Baltimore. I'm laying the nine and a half. Big number. I get it. I'm going over 50 and a half with San Francisco and Green Bay. Another big number. And Christian McCaffrey over 32 and a half receiving yards. I am trying to jump on Maggie's Buffalo Bills bandwagon. I am taking the Bills minus two and a half. I got the over on the Bucks lines at 49, and I'm going with Jordan Love completions over 22 and a half. There you go. Maggie and Perloff's picks for the divisional round. Um, okay, one thing we want to clear up from earlier this week. You sent us this funny story about people who travel on airplanes, and if you wear a certain color, something changes for you. Yes. I thought you were talking about the other story. The important story that I said about the man who spent the <laughs> entire flight in the, in the bathroom. bathroom. Okay, yeah, the they other, told him, please close the lid while we land. The Ugh. other airline story. Okay, if you wear red, you get hooked up on an airline. What do you mean by that? So I read the headline, and I meant if you are interested in an amorous situation, <laughs> a Mile High Club, wear red, and it's on. Then I read a little further down to the article. <laughs> you can hook up. Yeah, it, you it said the word is you get apparently it means you get like uh, an extra meal or something, or they, they they might move you from economy to business class. You get a hookup, but not the sexy kind of hookup. If you wear red, if you wear red, red is a power color. So it's not just airlines. Anytime you want to make an impact, wear red, which is funny because I never wear red. I don't like wearing red. 
well, maybe you should start. I know there is like a, some type of phenomenon with women who wear red dresses are instantly looked at as being more attractive. And I think there was something about if you drive a car that's red, are you more likely to get into an Is the insurance a little bit higher on red cars or was yeah. that an old wives tale? I would think so because of the sportiness of it, like a red know. Ferrari. Attracts, uh, attracts a little more attention. Uh, yeah, I mean, you should try this on the flight to Vegas where you and EJ are sitting next to each other for five hours. <laughs> wear red and see what happens. You guys should both wear red. Be uh, twins. <laughs> wear the same thing. <laughs> Sit next to each other. Wear the same thing. Have it be red and let's put this to the test. What if the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl? Then people get the wrong idea. <laughs> yeah, then when they hear Perloff's takes on the Chiefs winning, I'm like, oh, well, we saw him on the we saw him on the flight. Yeah. What a front runner. Yeah. Jumping on another bandwagon. <laughs> Well, it is Andy Reid. It's kind of my AFC team. He's got red the, hair. Yeah, except for the Ravens because they're also birds. And except for the Texans because you love C.J. Stroud. Uh, I love everything about the Texans. Perloff can't be trusted. Pete, what are the big <laughs> plans for your birthday, sir? Uh, a little dinner with the, with the family tonight. And, uh, you know, modest, very modest, relaxing day. Man, I hope. Try to contain your excitement. Yes. What's the <laughs> go-to meal for a birthday? For uh, steak. Nice. Probably a steak. A little soup, a little potato. Soup? Yeah, yeah. Soup, soup? Yeah, well, a little appetizer of a little soup and then a steak and potatoes. Soup a birthday thing? Yeah. Are you going to have a cake? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And might want the Maybe thing. like a lobster bisque? Yeah, just I mean, a just soup? soup, a consomme? French onion soup. Oh, nice. Right. Oh, There's nothing celebratory about that. Okay. Well, happy birthday to you. Thank uh, you. Thank you, by the way, also for an amazing week. Thank you to EJ Stewart. Thank you to Andrew Bogus, Andrew Kaplan. Weedos and coffee drinkers. Happy birthday, Pete. Enjoy the soup.